Welcome to the Money Insights Podcast, where high income earners come to learn wealth building strategies that will take them from high income to high net worth. With your hosts, financial and wealth building experts, Christian Allen and Rod Zabriskie. Welcome into today's episode of the Money Insights Podcast, where we talk all things money and business. My name's Christian Allen, and I'm here with my co-host, who you all know as Rodney the Pod Zabriskie. Rod, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, I am doing great. How are you this fine morning? Gosh, Rod, I am actually very good. And you want to know why? It's because I got up bright and early and I did my morning routine. Nice That's work. why I'm feeling. Now... The, the weather is an absolute disaster. I'm looking out my window. It's a combination of like snow and rain. Yeah. So like the worst of all the weather and with wind. I mean, it's just, it's just a disaster out there. So, but the good news is, is we don't have to go out in it. We get to just hang out here and chat about morning routines. Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. excited. Okay. So here's the question, Rod, is the millionaire morning routine factor fiction? Okay. The first question we probably are asking is, what is the millionaire morning routine? And the truth is, right, I just found it on social media. People were using that phrase. And so I started reading about it and I thought, okay, this is interesting. The The morning routine, really the question is, is does it make sense to have a consistent and focused morning routine? That's really what the millionaire morning routine, it comes from this idea that, uh, and we hear it all the time, right? If you if you do any kind of self-help type things, mm-hmm. books, podcasts, any of those types of things, we're always hearing about how important morning routines are, right? So yep. anyway, we're going to break down. And here's what I can say, Rod. Um, in my younger years, I did not believe so much in the morning routine. In fact, I was kind of like the anti-morning routine. But as I've gotten older, I've started to convert more and more to it. So I think what we're going to do today, we're going to talk about both sides of the equation. But we're going to probably make a case as to why we think having a morning routine will actually help you be more successful and have more money. Yeah, not only that, we're going to break down what a morning routine could be. It'll be different for everybody, right? It has to fit your your lifestyle, all that kind of thing. But but uh, we'll kind of talk about some things. Okay, so Rod, in answer to the question, here's the deal. Ben Franklin says, do you know the quote, Rod? Give us the quote. Early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. I remember hearing that from the time I was in like second grade. And yeah. I just like, imme- it's it stuck and I've known it my entire life. So here's the question we're going to get to is like, we're going to talk about whether that's true, why it's true, how it's true, and how to do it. Okay? Yeah, sometimes sometimes it felt like it was just our parents trying to get us to bed early, earlier yeah. than we were wanting to go to bed. But yeah, uh, as and then trying out, to drag you out out of bed for <laughs> school right. at six in the morning that's right yeah yeah that was my dad's saying okay six o'clock okay, comes dig- awfully early <laughs> it does come early okay <laughs> so a couple of quotes here that i want to use to support this hal elrod rod author of the morning miracle says focused productive successful mornings generate focused productive successful days which inevitably create a successful life that's actually, a, that's a great quote, a powerful yeah. quote. And basically what he's saying is that one thing adds on. So could it be as simple as having a focused, productive, consistent morning routine, like therefore creates a successful life? Like that's what he's saying, right? Yeah. 
saying it leads one leads to the next. If you want successful okay. life, you need successful days. And if you want a successful day, he's saying start with a productive, successful morning. Okay, Rod, there was a there's a five-year study of self-made millionaires by author Tom Corley. And what he, he found that almost 50% of them being the self-made millionaires woke up at least three hours before their workday began. Whew. What do you think of that? That means like if you're if you're waking up, if you're starting the day at 8, 830, you're waking up in the fives. Yeah. Well, it, it makes sense because as I've listened to a lot of podcasts and read some of these self-help things that you've that you've talked about, that's what I found is, is consistent. And and even like reading about, you know, whatever grandparents or whatever that I felt like, you know, made a lot out of, out of their lives. Uh, a lot of them would get up and read would get up and have a morning routine, something that they did, but it, it wasn't just uh bounce out of the bed and, and hit the road to get to work. It was getting up significantly earlier to, to yeah. get all that done. So. Yeah. And like I said, I didn't always believe in that. Um, I was like bucking the trend and, and let me be clear. I think that a morning routine is individual and we're going to mm-hmm. get into this, but yeah. it is absolutely individual. And, not everything works the same for everybody. And certainly when people hear my morning routine, they'll probably just think I'm nuts. Yeah, so, I always do. So. Yeah. So like if, if that makes sense. And I don't expect that people are suddenly going to pick up my routine, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. I have one more quote that I thought was good. And then we're going to get into Rod, your morning routine. You're going to okay. break it down for us. Then I'm going to break down my morning routine. Then we're going to talk about the benefits of having a quality morning routine. Man, I've said morning routine more in this podcast <laughs> than I have in like the last five years combined, Rod. Uh, but finally, we're going to talk about um, how to actually create a morning routine. Sweet. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're going to break down. So Aaron Engel, who is a licensed physiologist, sorry, I said physiologist, a licensed psychologist at Columbia University Irving Medical Center, says a more intentional approach to the day early on helps instill self-confidence and leads to a more productive rest of the day. So basically adding on to the idea of Tom Corley. But here's the thing. These are all pretty smart people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And again, we've heard from a lot of successful people who promote this idea. In fact, we had a business coach, Rod, that we picked up a few years ago Mm -hmm. uh, for like six months or so. And in the beginning of his podcast, every or not the beginning, excuse me, I can't decide actually if it was the end or the beginning, but he would ask every single guest that he had on what their morning routine was like Mm -hmm. without fail, because that was like, he was just like so enamored by how people start their day. So this is an interesting topic. Okay. Let's jump into it, Rod. Why don't you kick us off by sharing what you do in the morning? And you've got to be raw, Rod. This, I didn't prep you for this. So you didn't find out that we were talking about morning routines till this morning. Mm-hmm. So you've just got to be open, honest, and let it all out. Tell, tell okay. us what Rod's morning looks like. Okay. So my morning routine, uh, first thing after I get out of bed, I uh, I spend some time in scripture and, and prayer. And two to three times a week, I'll I'll go play basketball. We have a group here that uh, that plays, so I'll go play with them. And, and if I'm not doing basketball, then I have a kind of a, a mini exercise routine that I do, mostly just like squats and push-ups kind of thing. Um. So we get a little, little exercise in, um, from there. Okay. Wait, uh, Rod, what time do you wake up in the morning? Usually. 
Okay, so if I if I'm going to basketball, it's at five. So they play at five thirty. Like this, mm, that's okay. when they're bright start. and early. Okay. So uh, if not, then I usually get up around six six thirty. Okay, so you're a fairly early riser. Anyway, you shake it. I mean, rel- maybe comparatively to some, but we'll find out. <laughs> well, uh... we'll see. Um, but I've got, I'm guessing with all the kids running around your house, the it starts getting pretty chaotic pretty early anyway. Yeah, I mean, the kids get up uh, by about seven. So okay. So if okay. I want any quiet time, then it has to come before that. You've got to get there before that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but you're you're down to like four kids in the house now, right? Four, uh, five, five, three. Three, yeah. You have less kids in your house than I have in mine now, bro. Less chaotic over here. Yeah, and my well, and yours are older now, and mine are like yeah. right in this like, you know, between eight and fifteen, and most of them are between eight and twelve. So it's madness at my place. Uh, okay, sorry, Rod. Keep going on your morning routine. Or did, yeah, no problem. Did you cover it? Is there is there more? Well, the the other main thing I wanted to to hit on is um, just that I I try every morning to have breakfast with the family. We usually we usually have breakfast. It's actually at eight because I have one of our sons has a, an early morning class between yeah. uh, seven and eight. So when he gets back at eight, we uh, we sit down and and try to breakfast it together. Man, Rod, you're checking yeah. off many of the boxes of a successful routine. So that must that must say like that's probably why you're so successful. Well, so uh, and then I try to get in the office around eight thirty nine somewhere in there. Okay, well, Rod, you get there by 8.30 because we talk at 8.30. Yeah, on the days we talk at 8.30, I am definitely there. (laughs) Or at least we schedule to talk at 8.30. Okay, okay, that's a good routine, Rod. So you hit on a lot of things. You wake up early. um, You do meditation, prayer, a way to, like, get invigorated mentally, spiritually, emotionally, right? You've got the physical aspect, right? You're getting your exercise in one way or another, basketball or your mini routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rod, this one's really impressive connecting with people that you care about, which by the way is one of, and, and I should also clarify, like this isn't all coming just from Rod and I, a lot of this is from like articles from smarter people than we are that mm-hmm. I gathered to kind of support these ideas. But, but anyway, my point here, Rod is like, there's probably like, I think I, I, we came up with like 10 or 11 points that make up a really good routine and mm-hmm. you're checking off a bunch of those my friend so i'm impressed wow well thanks yeah yeah no problem okay so let's get to my crazy morning routine. yeah um so mine starts pretty early so i usually go to bed at like 8 30 ish i fall asleep around 8 30 early to bed early to bed right um which is kind of funny because my kids go to sleep later than me now. With, yeah. Now, and I should clarify, I didn't always go to bed this early. This is the last few years that kind of my my schedule changed, and I'll talk about why as we go into it. Like, well, and when you it, say schedule changed, it it like dramatically changed because before that you were going to bed at like midnight, mm-hmm. one o'clock, and getting up at six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would sometimes take a morning nap. So yeah, yeah. I had a totally different. Now, can I just tell you, like. We still managed to be relatively successful, even when my morning routine wasn't as like solid as it is today. Mm-hmm. So like you can do this. It's individual. Uh, okay. So here it goes, Rod. I get I go to sleep at 830. I usually get up around 230 or 3. And I start. Uh, when I get up, I just like get straight up. And I go hit the elliptical for about somewhere between 30 and 60, 60 minutes. It kind of just depends like. I'm like, I got to go at least 30 minutes every day, but 
I try to go as much as an hour and usually it ends up somewhere in between. Hmm. Um, then the next thing I do, Rod, is I kind of, after I'm kind of showered and cleaned up, I kind of have like my meditation time. I try to actually listen to guided meditation. Now, I, I'm not that great at it, right? So I'm not pretending to be awesome at this, but I attempt to really like, you know, just kind of pause, think, try to try to stay in the moment mm -hmm. um, because I'm not very good at that. I'm an anxious person by nature. So, so like I'm always thinking about what's coming up next and what's 10 years down the road. Mm -hmm. So like that is a difficult task for me, but I do make an effort every day to like sit there for 15 or 20 minutes and just try to live in the moment. Um, and it's been really helpful. It's calming. It calms my mind. Uh, okay. After I do that, I review my calendar and prep for the day's meetings. And usually I get my best prep in, man. I love those early mornings. I used to not, but like, I've got a few hours of really do whatever I want time before anybody mm -hmm. else is awake. Um, and that's what lets me kind of get my creative going and, and it allows me to focus on things that are important. Um, I have to do a, like, I'm like prepping for podcasts and those types of things that are important. Right. Yeah. And so I can attest to this. There. I can attest to this because usually texts uh, start coming in from Christian around four thirty, five o'clock, something like that. <laughs> so, okay. But at least, you know, since this has been happening for years now, at least, you know, to keep your phone on silent. So at least we've taken care of that part, I yeah, think, Brad. Yeah. And if not, that I figure that's well, I I just always it's always on vibrate because oh, I, okay, okay. I I hate being the guy in the meeting or, or you know church or whatever, and and the the ringer goes off. Uh, so yeah, if anything, I miss things because it's vibrating in my pocket and I didn't realize it. But uh, okay. I prefer that to the other. So anyway, okay. Well, and I'm even worse than you. I'm just on silent all the time. So I, okay. if anyone tries to call me, it just doesn't ever work. <laughs> uh, okay. So review the calendar, prep for the day's meetings. Then I try to eat something for breakfast. Um, I'm not great at like being consistent on my eating time. I usually just like throw it in there after I've kind of done my prep and stuff. And then 8.30 comes around and I meet with Rodney the Pod Zabriskie each day. Um, or at least most days. Yep. So that's my routine, Rod. Pretty simple and straightforward. It's a little crazy, right? Like I don't expect that most people are getting up at two 30 or three in the morning. Uh, but you know not. what? It works for me. Yeah. And can I just tell you one of the reasons, and we're going to talk about this in our, in some of the, like our recommendations for how to create a good morning routine. We're going to talk about this, but, but one of the reasons that I did this is because like I said, I'm, I have anxiety. That's just like who I am by nature. And so for me, the morning time was my most anxious time of the day. I'd wake up like, oh, kind of like sick with like a pit in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to like work myself through that to like just get through, right? To pull through that and, and get my day going. Well, yeah. what I found is that if I can like be up and going and like further along in my day, by the time that comes around, it's just easier for me to pass through because I'm like more in the groove. So yeah. for me, it was like a very strategic reason. So again, not every it's not going to make sense for most people to go to bed at 8:30 and wake up at 2:30 or 3 um but the point i think is really find what works for you what makes your life better right that's kind of the idea absolutely okay rod let's talk about some of the primary benefits of a good morning routine um we'll just take we'll just take them one by one turns you go first 
Okay, stay focused on the most important tasks. Okay, we don't even need to talk about it. That's that's pretty obvious, right? That yep. it helps us stay focused on the most. It helps us feel fresh physically, mentally, and emotionally. And again, we're talking about having the quote-unquote millionaire morning routine. It's going to help us feel fresh physically, mentally, and emotionally. Awesome. It's going to increase your productivity. Reduce stress and anxiety. That's what I talked about. And really, okay, so on this one, I, I changed the time of it. So that, that helped my anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. But just having the routine and knowing what's coming, like that's another thing that I think helps. It's not just like when when you feel that, it's just like the preparation helps alleviate some of those things because you know what's coming, when it's coming. And, you know, there's less there's less room for your mind to wander. Yeah, which leads into the next one, which is to feel more in control of your life. Absolutely. You're prepared, you're in control. Yes, and it boosts energy, boosts energy levels, not just then, but but throughout the entire day. I can, oh, Rod, I forgot. I need to go back to my morning routine. Gosh, I, okay. I left out a critical part. Oh, boy. So, so, and the reason I did is because it's the winter time now, uh, but, or, well, I say that it's becoming winter, at least mm-hmm. here in the great state of Utah. And the other thing that I do, Rod, is I, I do the elliptical, but then at, usually at like 6.30 as the sun's coming up, I go outside and I take a long walk. And that's like, that was like the most cathartic thing that I did. I'm just like, now I'm thinking I need to move from this terrible state that doesn't have sun all year <laughs> around. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking now. Now, I'm just kidding. I love Utah. It's beautiful. And I and I love all the seasons. But can I just say like, oh. I love my, I love the morning walk. So anyway, if, if you don't get outside and enjoy like the beauty, then I feel like, I feel like that's something that really has been cathartic and helpful for me. You know, what's interesting about you saying that is uh, I was, I was attending a like longevity meeting here a a few weeks ago uh, that that Buck put together. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of our clients, Rob Hamilton was, was presenting. He's a longevity expert in Mm, Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but anyway, one of the things he talked about in the morning that is that can be most uh, valuable, just in terms of of the just the twenty four hour cycle, is getting outside, and and getting the the sun on you, right? So there's obviously kind of vitamin D type of stuff that that we talk about in in terms of how the sun you know absorbs into the skin. But he also was talking about when it hits your eyes, like there's something about mm-hmm. that 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 is very healthy and very uh, well, helps with the whole longevity thing. Yeah, that's interesting. The cycle. I'm missing it today, Rod. I could use the sun right now. Yeah. Um, instead, I have to. I have to look at my ring light. There you go. Get artificial <laughs> sun. Okay. Finally, Rod improves focus and reduces forgetfulness. So, anyway, <laughs> the point here is just that there's a lot of benefit. There's probably a whole bunch of additional benefits, but that was a quick list that we put together. Okay, Rod. Here's the question. Now, what is the makeup of a really good morning routine one what's the makeup of a millionaire morning routine okay we're gonna break it down so first and we've got we've got 11 points here i believe 11 points to hit on um you're not likely gonna do all of these right like my my (laughs) my morning routine does not hit all 11 points Um, but, but rod and i you know we have like five or six of them and uh anyway Figure out what works for you and and roll with that. If you can hit all 11, even better. Okay, here we go. Rod, the first one, 
is go to bed and wake up at the same time each day. Okay, so I think everybody kind of knows that routine is really important, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because your body, your body works better, you can sleep better. Um, if you're used to doing the same time, like in that kind of routine, consistency helps tremendously from that standpoint. Here's the question though, Rod, do you have to wake up early? What's your, what's your take on this for to be like the super, okay. We know there's anomalies. So I know that obviously you don't have to do that, but just as a general principle, how important is it to be someone that wakes up early? I think part of that depends on probably what stage you are in life. So you take what you mentioned earlier, like having the kids around and just stuff like the day when the sun comes up, the, the, everybody else is waking up. So if you can get up a little bit before everybody else, you just, mm -hmm. you have time, you have time that you can spend on those things that are most important. You want to make sure that you get done. You want to build into that routine. So mm -hmm. do you have to, of course not. I just think a lot, a lot of us have to, if we want to get that time, because otherwise it doesn't mm -hmm. happen. So you're just saying like, just from like a pure practicality standpoint, right. as we get older and have more things going, whether it's a job that we start at eight or eight 30 in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that, that leaves the morning time for me time. You know what I mean? For, yep. for time to kind of get connected with yourself. Okay. Yep. Um, I agree with that. I used to get up. Um, I would kind of get up early, but like I said, I would take a morning nap. So I would get up at like six and then I'd take a morning nap at like nine to 10 or 1030. Um, and that worked for me, right? Like, so, so anyway, the, I don't think you have to get up early, but I will say that for me, um, getting up early has been, has been a game changer in terms of how I feel throughout the day. So that's been a big one. And do you know what I've learned about myself? <clears throat> I can't nap. I mean, I can, like I can, I can do the sleep part. I just wake up really lethargic and grumpy. And yeah. so for me, I either have to get the sleep overnight or, or suck it up. Yeah. I just, I can't <laughs> do the naps anymore. So, okay. No naps for Rod. So if we, so if I, if I find that I call you in the afternoon and you're like super grumpy, I'll be like, oh, oh Rod must it. have fallen you asleep. He took a nap. <laughs> okay. Okay. So number one is getting up early. Rod, what's number two? Number two is get out of bed quickly. And I love this word. You say, don't lollygag. <laughs> That's like my dad's word or maybe a grandpa, maybe my grandpa. I don't know, but maybe it was, That's I can't remember one. who, but, but I feel like I was told not to lollygag. Um, and lollygag. I, I have a stepdaughter who's like the queen of lollygagging. Um, so we like to use the word lollygag around here. That's fine. But yeah, getting out of bed quickly, I think it makes a difference, right? Like it's really easy. We're going to get into this. It's really easy to wake up, uh, grab your phone, start scrolling through emails mm -hmm. and do whatever. And like, anyway, we're going to talk about why that maybe isn't the best way to go. So now, you know, now you know why when you, te you text me at four or five in the morning, but you probably don't usually hear from me till six thirty or seven, or, that's or probably fair. anyway. That's probably because that's I, I try to avoid looking at texts and emails and that kind of thing before I get into that routine I talked about. Man, look at you, Rod. You're hitting like every it, time we get more into your routine, it feels like that much better. But we know I didn't do Impressive. do okay on the first one. I don't get up at the same time every morning, but. Uh, okay. Well, pretty, pretty close. You're consistent. It's just dependent upon basketball. Yeah. Okay. Rod. So, um, let's see, where were we at? I lost her. I lost getting our out train. of bed quickly. 
Okay, getting out of bed quickly. Okay, the third one is you've got to plan plenty of time to get things done and really try not to be in a rush. This one's hard for me. I don't know why I'm not good at planning my time to get ready. So like, it still feels like often, even though I get up at five hours before the average person, I still sometimes find myself in a rush right before I need to like get my day started. So anyway, yeah, this is one that I'm uh, working on and trying to improve, but it's, you know, it's not easy, but, but when you can do it and like not be in a rush, it certainly feels much, much better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rod, take us the next one. Eat something within an hour of waking up. Okay. This is not coming from me. Um, this is or coming me. from a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, I just can't remember. I didn't write down specifically who it was, but this was coming from some and more multiple articles, right? So it wasn't just a one person thing. Mul multiple articles suggest that you should eat within an hour of waking up, um, gets your, your digestive system moving and helps your, uh, what's the right word? The, the one that helps you metabolism, like metabolism. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Uh, so yeah, that's the, there's lots of scientific reasons for it. And apparently it just helps me feel better. I'm working on this one. This is not one that I do currently, but now that I have like learned that this is important, I'm definitely going to try to step it up and eat something healthy within an hour of waking up. Okay, Rob, the next one we hit on this briefly, avoid your phone in the morning. Yikes. Is it even possible? Okay. You, well, it is. Cause you just, you said you do it. <sighs> Um, yeah, I would like to say to the audience that I do that, but that would not be truthful. <laughs> I'm almost certain that the first thing I do is I like, okay, okay. So I should say this too. I don't use an alarm. So my body just wakes mm -hmm. up when it wakes up and it, and it's usually between two 30 and three. Right. So I usually, the first thing I do is I look at my phone to see what time it is. And so sometimes I'll get sucked into looking at a few things. But most of the time, I just check out the time and then I'm rolling. So that's probably not too bad. But but here's the deal. Um, the phone is so distracting, right? Like people, successful people talk often talk about like only using it at certain times throughout the day even mm -hmm. because it's just such a distracting thing. I find myself mindlessly going to my email after I checked it like 32 seconds earlier. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I think happened in the last 32 seconds, Rod? <laughs> Yeah. So, so like, anyway, I, I guess my point here is really just that uh, it can be a huge distraction. And um, the science is suggesting that it's healthier to avoid your phone in your morning routine. What's interesting on this one is I, I used to like totally avoid the phone. Like I I'm in scripture, so I'd open scripture like paper, the, the good old fashioned book oh, wow. form Look of scripture. You. Uh, and, and I went away from that. So now I actually read it on my phone. So okay. what I'm avoiding is, in this case, what I'm avoiding is swiping to see the notifications. Okay. If I swipe okay. to see notifications, it's all over. It's all over. Because like, like oh, you said, it's, just, just so it's all right there. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you've got urgent texts coming from your business partner. You're like, ah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yep. I don't know they're um, urgent, even though, you know, you sent it at five. So. Okay. So here's the deal, Rod. There, um, I do have a quote to back this up. This is from the, the psychologist that I quoted earlier. Aaron Engel, and she says, engaging with this type of content, specifically your phone, engaging with this type of content before one is fully awake or out of bed may make it tempting to mindlessly read content. 
which may feel purposeful, mm -hmm. but is actually a passive activity. So basically it's like pretend, like it's fool's gold. You can think that by getting up and responding to that email, like you're being more productive and, and maybe you're being a little bit productive, but again, like the chances are you would be far more productive if you could get into your day, get into more focused, consistent work. Yeah. Okay. All right, Rob, this is not one that I, number six is not one that I, well, I shouldn't say that. I kind of do this. I drink these things. Okay. I drink body armor lights a lot. Mm -hmm. um, they're like coconut water. So I'm not sure if it counts here or not, but here's the deal. Number six is drink water. And specifically, Rod, and this is going to be a tough one for a lot of people. I'm not a coffee or tea drinker. Neither are you. Um, mm -hmm. So that's not really an issue. But here's the deal. Most people get up and they drink their coffee or tea. So the goal here is to drink water before drinking any coffee or tea. This one is interesting because before I go play basketball, sometimes I'll I'll force myself to drink. But for some reason, that first it's drink, hard. like first thing in the morning, my stomach doesn't like it as much. Like, I don't know. It's, it's odd. Yeah, I struggle with that too. Like, I think this is going to be one of those. It's like an acquired thing. You have to like mm -hmm. practice. Yeah. Force yourself to do it. Yeah. My stomach feels sick. If I, if I just like start gulping down water right yeah. away. So yeah, so I'm you, with you. Yeah. It's usually after I start exercising and, and I'm ready for it, then, then I want it. My stomach's good, but I'll, I'll work on it. Okay. Rod Eliana Kaidanian who I don't know what these RD and CPT stand for. She's a nutritionist with her own practice. She recommends starting your day with water rather than tea or coffee. And she suggests that keeping water by your bedside and drinking eight ounces when you wake up. Water is essential because it helps your body digest the food you eat, absorb the, nutri the nutrients from it, and get rid of the waste part. So basically she's saying to get your body running at peak level, the way to do it is to get up and drink eight ounces of water first before any coffee and tea. All right. Okay, Rod, what's number seven? Bedside. Number seven is stretch and exercise. Mm, we've talked about so, that. And what's funny on this one is I always get a little bit of grief from, from the other guys at basketball for how much I stretch. <laughs> that That's kind of funny. You seem like an overstretcher, Rod. That doesn't surprise me at all. But here's the thing. Every stretch that I do has a reason behind it because I've had some issue. Like if I didn't stretch anyway, the funniest you're one that like, I think about, it's like even my hip flexors or whatever, you know, it's like really dude, like you're, you're going to go play basketball here. Like you're not running a marathon or sprint. Yeah. And, come and, on, old man, let's do this. Yeah. That's pretty what much what people are thinking. They're like, but, you're uh, like, oh, I'll sit out the first game. I've got to get my <laughs> 30 minutes of stretch. Okay. So, but here's the deal. I, I tease you about that rod, but stretching is incredibly good for you. So no one should be made fun of for their stretching. Well, and, and the other thing that I've heard is that, that exercise is important, that both the cardio and the, the like resistance weight, side of yeah, it. Yeah, strength training. Yeah, um, which but, I need to do better at too. But the third part of it is uh, is that, that stretching or that flexibility side of it. And that's the part that I have not ever focused on. So. Mm. Oh, man, Rod, you know what I used to do in my morning routine before we bought the spa? I would like three days a week, I would like get a massage. Mm -hmm. I forgot to tell that was amazing. That was a great part of my morning routine, but the spa, once we bought that and owned it, it kind of ruined massages for me. <laughs> and so I had to take a hiatus and I have never gotten back into that. So now it's like every, you know, week or two instead of 
<laughs> three times a week, That's which, fine. you know, some people would think was a little excessive anyway. Uh, okay. Stretching and exercise. Rod, this one has been a game changer for me. Um, I started like making a habit of doing it five years ago because I had like kind of gotten like out of shape and a little bit overweight and like just wasn't feeling that great. And I knew I had to make some real changes. Um, and exercise was like the one that I did the best. And now I'd exercise every day. In fact, it's to the point now, Rod, where I just don't feel right hmm. if I don't have my exercise in. So I feel, I just feel a little more anxious. So I have to exercise every day. It's like part of my getting my mind right as yeah. much as it is my physical body right. Yeah. So I really love that. Okay, number eight, Rod, we've talked a little bit about, and that is to practice some form, and it could be any form that suits you, but some form of meditation. This could also be like scripture study or prayer. There's a lot of ways that we can meditate. And um, the idea, I think, is to like focus on the things that are important and to try to like calm your mind, right? So um, yeah. I like doing a practice or like I've I have a podcast app and I just like listen to guided meditations mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll just listen to like light music like but but anyway, those are just ideas that have been helpful for me. Um, and and I can tell you this, like it does make a difference if when I get the time to make sure that I get that piece in, um, I feel a little bit better. OK, Rod, what's number nine? Nine is invigorate your mind. Mm, Read. It's a big one. Listen to podcasts. Get, get something something going in, in your brain. So, Rod, I listen to podcasts whenever I when I when I'm on the elliptical. And mm -hmm. can I just tell you, like the combination of those two things, as important as everything is, like I really believe in all these other steps, but as important as everything is, like the combination of exercise and invigorating my mind. And again, I do it through podcasts. Mm -hmm. That's been like the biggest difference maker because. What happens is I start to get excited about my day, right? I start to get excited about what I can accomplish throughout the day rather than, you know, focusing on like the, the painful tasks. I can get, you know, the wheels turning and start getting excited about growing the business. And then suddenly, instead of feeling anxious throughout the day, or at least a bad anxious, now I'm feeling mm -hmm. like an excited, anxious and ready to get out there and really accomplish things. So yeah, probably above anything else, those those things have really uh, made a difference for me. And and now people know what the content of those texts are that you're sending to me early on. <laughs> That's but the true. Thing... There are always new ideas, and Rod's like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious?" <laughs> More. <laughs> okay, but the thing that brought to mind for me here is uh, we have this F three assessment, financial freedom factor F three uh, assessment that we have on our website, and one of the questions that we added to that was actually about financial education. That one of the the things we've noticed with working with so many different people, successful people is those people, those who dedicate time toward in, in this specific case, financial education uh, get much further along. And I would, I would expand that in, in this context to say that really any form of education, any form of, of this kind of invigorating your mind concept uh, will help towards that millionaire mindset, millionaire, routine. Yeah, I totally agree with this. This was a really good addition to um, our outline rod, because like you said, if we're really working on the millionaire mindset and the idea is to become more successful in, in like terms of, well, across our lives as a whole, but also in terms of dollars and cents and net mm -hmm. worth, like the, 
the focused practice of being more educated as it relates to money and finance is as critical as anything else. So I, I think this is a really good one. Super important to, to do this. And obviously this is like, well, since this is my life, I spend a lot of time focusing on how to make and help people make and build wealth. Yep. Okay, Rod, we're almost through. Number 10 is to choose a healthy breakfast. And the key there is to choose a healthy breakfast, right? Um, this is a difficult one, or it can be a difficult one. The thing that I've done that's made this easier is I just eat the same thing basically every day. That way I know in that, like for my morning, um, we've been making these like egg, um, well, they're, they're kind of like breadless um egg mcmuffin kind of things okay. but just okay. like with egg whites anyway there and and turkey sausage and that's been like pretty tasty but also but also easy for me to eat like just consistently every day and that i know it's a healthy start to the day it's something that you know not crazy full of carbs and and kind of gets me off to on a good start nice breakfast was always my favorite meal of the day mm. that's if i could have Pancakes, waffles, French toast. Yeah, and and uh, skillet. There's all I can. If I could have breakfast for dinner. Oh like, yeah, I love you know, breakfast. Go to IHOP or whatever. I mean, okay. Well, I wouldn't go to IHOP, but I love breakfast. Well, when for I was dinner. a kid, yeah, right. <laughs> but just... uh, yeah, so uh, the my problem was is I always ate, ate too much uh, for yeah, my breakfast. Be careful. Okay. When I started like understanding calories and stuff, I, I was able to fix that. But man, it was. Yeah, you went through like a like a body transformation, like what is it, maybe four or five years ago, Rod? Yeah, well, and that, and that was really all it was was just can't, counting my calories, basically just just understanding where all the calories come from because I had no idea. Like a waffle, man, a single waffle, like four hundred calories. I had no idea. Yeah, that's crazy. You're gonna get started with like a fifteen hundred calorie meal, right? Or yeah, or granola <laughs> or some of those things that are just very, very high in calories. But you go with sure. like yogurt or other things that I I like just just as much, and very, very like either way, you're getting like that energy boost to the day, but a lot fewer calories anyway. So these are these are the kinds of things I learned. Rod, number eleven is one that you have talked about and you're good at. What is it? Connect with people you care about. Okay, this one's interesting. Like, I hadn't really thought about that as part of a morning routine. Now, I'm fortunate that Heather, my wife, works with me. So, like, <laughs> I'm kind of with her and, like, we can we can connect and spend time together um, really anytime, you know, throughout the day if we have meetings. So, so that, but, so, like, I haven't really thought about that one specifically. And yet, as I think about it, like, when I was reading about that idea... It just made sense to me. Like if you want to feel good and start off the best way you can, like connecting with the people you care about is a great way to do that. Yeah. And this is one that my wife, I think, uh, kind of created for us. Hmm. Uh, Props to Jody. For, I mean, so for from forever ago, like before I was even thinking about morning routines or whatever, uh, I having breakfast together as a family and, and really all, any meal that was possible to have together as a family. She was, she was just really uh, felt like that was important. Uh, her love language, you may be familiar with the the five love languages. Her love language is quality time. So that was really big for her to, to create opportunities to have that quality time together. Hmm, love it. Good stuff, Rod. Okay. A couple of quick thoughts to finish it off. Ideas to get your morning started off the right way. 
This was from another article, and we've talked about these things. But listen to a podcast as you get ready or you make breakfast. Engage in a hobby that you enjoy. They gave the example of like knitting or something like that. And I just had to take it off. I'm like, does anybody still enjoy <laughs> knitting? I'm sure there are people who love knitting, but Plenty, yeah. um, you know, knitting or kayaking, whatever you want to do, you know, uh, go for a brisk walk around your neighborhood, get some sun, fresh air, exercise at a nearby park. Or be- okay, these are just obvious things, but can I just tell you, like, I-, I actually have to add one thing. I told you that exercise and invigorating your mind were like the two biggest things for me. I have to add this going for a walk and being out in the sun. Those three things are like, make up my perfect morning rod. Sweet. Okay. So here's the deal, Rod. I think we made a pretty compelling argument that there really is a millionaire morning routine. And if we actually live by it and create and, and like create a consistent routine that we can do day in and day out, like it will make a difference. And here's the deal. I think the proof's in the pudding. Here's here's what we have the benefit of seeing. We have probably now more than a thousand clients who fit into that both, you know, high income or high net worth or a combination of both. Mm-hmm. And I think our experience is that most of those people do the kind of stuff that we're talking about here. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Rod, this has been super fun, my friend. Um, thanks everybody for joining us for today's episode of the Money Insights Podcast. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Money Insights Podcast. To learn more about the financial and business strategies discussed in the show, please visit moneyinsights.net. The views and opinions expressed on the Money Insights Podcast are not intended to be individual financial, tax, or legal advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making financial decisions. And if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This will help others find the show and learn wealth-building strategies for themselves. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.